Welcome to the Live Verse Podcast, where we talk about practical ways to keep your relationship with God simple, healthy, and authentic so that you don't have to feel like you're going through life alone. Get ready to be encouraged. This is your host, Jelly Lot Williams. What do you do after a really great season in your life? How do you prepare for whatever God has in store for you next? Today, we're talking about the last season of rest, a rest that will restore and renew your strength so that you can make room for God to do more in your life. This is part seven of the Seasons of Rest series. Get ready to take some notes, grab a Bible, a pen, and let's jump right in. Hey TLB fam, welcome back. This is video number seven and the last video in our Seasons of Rest series. I have to say, this has definitely been one of my favorite Bible studies that I've done so far. God has been giving me some straight up gems. If you've been enjoying the Season of Rest series so far, let us know in the comments below. What have been some of your favorite takeaways so far? It really encourages me to see y'all's comments. In this video, we're going to focus on why is a season of rest for restoration important and what are some practical things we can do when we're in that season? In the last video, we talked about how this season of rest is about managing our blessings after harvesting. So why does God make us rest in this season? Rest for restoration is necessary because God just doesn't want to bless you with a harvest only once in your life. Oh, sorry, Johnny, you want a class president in fifth grade. That's the only blessing you get. Sorry. God isn't like that. The word says the best is yet to come, meaning that as a Christian, seasons of rest and harvest will be a reoccurring theme in your life as you walk with God, for he will always outdo what he did in one season with the next. For that reason, God needs us to continually be spiritually refreshed in order for us to be equipped to handle what he wants to do next in our lives. An example can be found in Job. We are introduced to Job as a man of complete integrity, who is reaping this harvest and enjoying the blessings of God. He was the richest man in town, had a large family, even his kids were well off. Then one day, the devil attacks his harvest, and this is one of the things Job states in his cry to God. Job 3.26 in the New King James Version reads, I was not in safety, neither had I rest, neither was I quiet, yet trouble came. If you've been following along with the series so far, then you know we talked about the importance of the words quiet and rest. This season of rest is important to ensuring that we rely on God for the protection of our current harvest and to trust that our provision from God is always secure. This is a period of rest that requires the most solitude. In Revelation 12, it talks about a woman who gave birth and then went into solitude. She harvested her blessing and then went to go rest. Before you can build with your harvest, your prosperity is tied to your rest. In 2 Chronicles 14.7, in the New King James Version, it says, Therefore he said to Judah, Let us build these cities and make walls around them, and towers, gates, and bars, while the land is yet before us, because we have sought the Lord our God. We have sought him, and he has given us rest on every side. So they built and prospered. What are some practical things that we can do in this season of rest? This is a period of rest where you seek the Lord's guidance. It's all about spiritual intimacy. I read an article once that said, sometimes it takes greater faith and courage to admit we're tired and we need to reassess why we're doing what we're doing. 
God welcomes soul searching. He loves being with us on that intimate journey. Sometimes when the harvest gets difficult, that is exactly the type of rest we need to do. If we go back to our foundation verse for the season of rest, Exodus 33, 14, we can find four practical tips on how to rest in this season. One, draw near to God. Moses shows us that apart from God, our blessings are useless. In fact, they become burdens. We must be careful not to forget about God after our harvest. We must continually ask God that his presence be with us even after we receive the blessing. Two, God will give us daily wisdom. God will give you the wisdom that you need to manage your blessings each day. The Bible says that if we ask for wisdom, God will give it to us. Moses shows us in Exodus that this is indeed true. Just like the manna that rained down in the wilderness enough for the Israelites to survive on each day, God will give us daily wisdom that will get us through the trials of each day. Three, prayer. We can learn a lot about prayer from Moses throughout Exodus 33. Moses is constantly seeking the Lord in prayer, whether it's to hold God to his promises, intercede and pray on behalf of loved ones, or to ask for forgiveness and encouragement. Moses models for us that in this season of rest, prayer is important for the protection of the blessings God has given us and to ensure that we harvest all that God has in store for us. Four, worship. Just like God tells Moses in the wilderness that he will go with him and everything will be fine, God wants us to rest assured knowing that the task of managing our blessings will be completed. The best way to do this is to worship God. Our worship is a way of showing God gratitude. It's how we thank him for the blessings he has given us and how we show him that we also trust him to help us sustain those blessings. If you found this video helpful, be sure to give us a thumbs up. I can't believe this series is over. I think this was my longest one yet. Question of the day. What are some topics or verses you like us to do a Bible study on? Let us know below. Next, we're going to be talking about how to learn from the Bible. I figured since you guys really like my Bible studies, I thought I'd share some tips on how I study the Bible. Make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you don't miss it. TLV fam, I love that we are on this faith journey together. The fun does not have to stop here though. Join my free community, the Live First community, a space for you to come as you are and with whatever faith you got. This is a way to stay connected throughout the week with daily encouragement and accountability while you go deeper in your faith. Join the community at thelivefirst.com backslash join community. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and I can't wait to talk again soon.